MX. Trauma is not a weapon. I remember when I was a kid, I'd have these nightmares where I'd lie in bed at night and think about the act of dying. I get caught up in this emotional panic of everything just stopping, ceasing to exist. It seemed so impossible, incomprehensible. It just didn't seem possible, and it would keep me up in a way that makes late-night shows on a 90s cableless TV suddenly seem like both a lifeline and the only path to that level of boredom that finally bells your mind out of prison and off to sleep. That used to seem like the absolute worst thought in the world to me. No warning, no sad speeches, no bucket lists. You just don't wake up one day. As I got older, it became a recurring nightmare for me that as my relationship with my mother became strained, she would pass unexpectedly and I'd be left without the words echoing in my head for all eternity with no resolve possible. I never got to say goodbye. That, sadly, became the worst possible scenario to picture happening for me. Being trapped in feelings, never getting to express them, never having a choice in the matter, and never getting closure or peace. I'm so glad I just admitted that to scores of people I've never met before, too. It seems like a safe thing to admit, in a world with such good intent and absolutely no malice or scorn waiting to impose on a trans girl from Florida. Screw it. I've made it this far. Might as well throw all the flavors into the cup and see what grammatical chaos we can whip up. Lately, I keep referencing the same trauma event, but I keep leaving out certain elements of the story. I'm doing this to be careful that I don't let my anger about the situation blind my judgment. And I'm also doing it because I want to be stronger than it. I debated on even writing another word about it because it won't change a single solitary thing that happened. It'll never change that I told someone my secrets in life. Nearly all of them. It'll never change that I had no intention of falling in love but knowing that love is the best thing life has to offer, and that I was unable to turn away from it. It'll never change the fact that I became so deeply connected to someone that I could sense what they were feeling when they were feeling it, that we finished each other's sentences, that we were both connected in how we felt unresolved with how much we gave to the world and wished we did more. Nothing will ever change that. And sadly, it'll never change that we couldn't be together because it wasn't the right time. Nor will it change that it left both of us heartbroken. Writing a novel about this pain will not change a single event that occurred afterwards. But it also won't change the fact that I was resented for needing to change how close we stayed knowing that I couldn't give them what they needed. It won't change that I knew holding on to someone you love too tightly will deny them what they deserve. 
even if they're not ready to receive it yet. It wouldn't change that I was lied to, that my vulnerability was on full display, that I was transparent of my past trauma, but that it wasn't believed. Writing this entry will never change the fact that I admitted as heart wide open as a person could get. I cannot allow someone to disregard my trauma and still have that person hold such a close place in my life. I can honestly say that in this situation, I gave the very best of myself that I could, but I didn't protect my heart. And they handed back to me in pieces what I gave to them. The worst part of this entire experience has called so much of that worst nightmare scenario back into my consciousness as an everyday, never-ending loop of immediate panic and complete helplessness of realizing something that's felt so crippling until just recently. It's been unbearable. I never got to say goodbye. I just got silence. Nothing. Just a few quick clicks and a digital attempt to pretend I no longer exist. At first, it drove me silent. I didn't really have much of anything to say. But then, as I came to find out how I was deceived and the extent they went to in order to make sure they hurt me, like announcing the day before my birthday they'd just gotten in a relationship with the person who caused my trauma, the person who they barely knew but chose to believe over my word to them, the person they had lied to me about seeing previously. It was then that I realized that I wouldn't, I couldn't, stay silent while they said absolutely nothing. You see, when a person knows exactly how to destroy you, and they do, they don't deserve your protection. Others do. I don't deserve to hang on to someone else's inflicted trauma. Trauma is not a weapon. And while I'm learning how to process it in a healthy way, with the help of a therapist, with friends who have never left my side, with a wife who is my best friend in this world, and with a hard look at myself, I'm healing while also understanding my faults. I am protecting my heart while giving myself the space I need. I'm not looking for someone else to heal this because it's something I need to do for me. I used to think never getting to say goodbye would be the worst thing that could possibly happen to me. I'm writing this to say I've come to realize it's not. The worst thing that could happen to me is never being able to apologize for deliberately hurting someone just because I was hurt. That's something that my mother... And this person can't 
say. That's what they have to live with every single time they wake up in the morning. Not me. And I'm sleeping a lot better nowadays. Please click the subscribe button below. And thank you so much for listening.